Playoff week number nine just passed, heading into the last race of the season now. Sadly enough, this season is about to come to a close after this weekend at Phoenix. I'm Jason Rockefeller, your host. I can't even say my name because I'm like, eh. I'm your host, Jason Rockefeller, alongside my two co-hosts and friends, Kenny Brady and Colin Ward. We're going to break down a little bit of Martinsville madness. And uh, this weekend going to be the end of an era in a sense with the uh, new NASCAR generation for the Cup Series on the horizon. And we're going to discuss this weekend uh, coming up at Phoenix and discuss what we think uh, about the championship coming up. So we're ready to bring out a nice little show for you guys tonight or uh, today whenever you're listening to this. So I uh, want to say, uh, how was everybody's weekend? Kenny, we know how our weekend was. It was all both oh, up and God. down, but... Uh, Colin, how was your weekend before we go into ours? Man, uh, you know, pretty, pretty solid, pretty solid. Um, won fantasy football this weekend, so that was dope. Nice. I was was happy about that. Yeah, I hardly that. So that was. I saw, I saw the Jets. My buddy Josh, he's a Jets fan. I mean, so am I. But he was like, "Yeah, the Jets beat the Bengals." I was like, "That's pretty damn good." (laughs) So unexpected, bro. Bro, We're we're actually going to the game because since he treated me to Martinsville, my treat to him was we're gonna go to the Jets Bills game the day after his birthday, which is the 14th. His birthday's on the 13th, so we're gonna be going to that game. It's funny too because the last Jets game I went to was in was that opening day in 2019 where the Jets had like a 21-0 lead and then we lost like 27 to 21 within the last like quarter and a half, two quarters. Yeah, I think uh, Josh Allen's ready to rip you guys apart. That oh day. yeah, absolutely. But... That guy's way more insane than what he was back then. So yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I won fantasy football for uh, for the second time this season. I've been struggling lately, but uh, you know we're doing good. Uh, you know, I requested the Sunday off to literally watch the Martinsville race, and it got declined, and it was so dead in the restaurant that they cut me. I was supposed to be out of there at, like, 10 p.m., and they cut me around, like, 2, and I watched the whole race. Money. So, that was that was a solid Sunday, I'll be yeah. honest with you. We had a solid Sunday. A little bit of a rough day on Saturday before we go into how our experience was. Kenny, uh, would you like to explain to Colin what happened since I didn't really get to talk to Colin because, Colin, our yeah, is so bad. No, I don't think Colin knows. I think, Colin, do you know? Did I tell you what happened Saturday or no? Dude, guys, this is the first time I'm talking to you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, dude, week. when you're up in the fucking mountains, in, in, literally in the Blue Ridge Mountains, I believe, because I think they still extend out to where we were. When you're up in the mountains out in fucking East Bumblefuck, Virginia, because that's literally where Martinsville is. It's literally East Bumblefuck. I mean, beautiful <laughs> scenery, but, like, you have no service at I all. Hate so it. I hate it. Sure. so I actually hated being up in the mountains. It was yeah, not, I, I did not, not my like cup being of tea. Up, yeah, it's not my cup of tea. I can be out at, in like, you know. like, um, in like the desert or something. Like you know, like flat uh, land would be cool. But like in the mountains, nah, I'm good. All right, uh, so, so we're gonna talk about uh, our Saturday. So, uh, Kenny, would you like to explain to Colin what happened? All right. Well, let's just get and, it right off the, the bat as well. Yeah, let's just let's just get off the bat of uh, this uh, out of the way. Anyway, I was in the hospital Saturday, so that was nice. Um, what? Oh I was my in god! The, I was in the Martinsville, Virginia hospital. Shout out all the people. So here's what happened. Uh, 
Saturday, bright and early, 6 a.m. I uh, didn't get up because I stayed up all night because I was so excited to leave uh, to get to the racetrack. Uh, I got up uh, in South Carolina. I was staying at a buddy's house. Had a three-hour drive to the racetrack to get there around 10 and to get ready to watch, you know, full day of truck and Xfinity racing. Um, and I started feeling sick around like 8 a.m. And uh, started, uh, uh, you know, uh, I'm trying Throwing to, up. yeah, yeah. I didn't want to say the word because I know uh, certain people listen to this podcast. But no, I was... Um, hacking. Yeah, that. I was hacking. Yeah, that's a funny word for it. I was, uh, I was hacking uh, many times. While you were uh, driving? Uh, I was pulling over, thankfully. Okay. Uh, and my three-hour drive turned into an 11-hour drive. It was really bad. I kept on stopping and sleeping in my car and trying to like get the uh, nauseous, sick feeling away, and it was a very, very tough time. I ended up getting to the racetrack around 5 p.m., right before the start of the Xfinity race. I uh, was supposed to be there before us. Just yeah, I, was, I was literally supposed to get there at 10 a.m., and I got there at 5 p.m., <laughs> Oh my goodness. And it, it, the drive was only like 200 miles. Like it was, it was, it was rough, man. Um, so got there at 5 PM and I met up with Jason, his girlfriend and Josh, and we started walking up to the track and I was walking up a hill and about fainted. So I had to sit down and I was incredibly dehydrated. So Jason, thank God. And I was telling my dad this, thank God I was at a race with Jason. Cause if, if he just handled it so well, shout out Jason. Um, they called the, uh, fan care, uh, uh, medical staff, which they were very nice. And they came and picked me up in a golf cart and took me to the, the fan care trailer outside turn four. And they, they checked on me and gave me some, some medicine and, uh, gave me a Gatorade and I was feeling, feeling a little bit better. So, uh, that was around 6 PM. I walked out of the trailer with Jason and we walked around fan zone i got to go up on the uh enascar uh stage and and see a couple friends garrett mains uh and a few other guys and tried the simulators jason tried the simulators it was a good time and then we got to our seats and about 30 laps the race went through and i started feeling really bad again and i ended up going to the hospital and was in the hospital until like 2 a.m and then went home uh not until 2 a.m that's a little bit of an exaggeration i know because we got out of the Xfinity race at 9.30, and we drove. Six, yeah, but I got 10, to the hospital at 8.30. Yeah, you got there at 8.30, so we got there around like 9.30, 10 o'clock because of traffic. And the hospital was only a 15-minute drive, so I went into the emergency room. I was the only one allowed in there, and I had to wait with Kenny for about 45 minutes like an hour. Uh, we got out of there. We had a drive back. Bro, well, I cannot tell you how much the story. I did for you. I, I, I cannot tell you how much I did for you to make yeah, sure this... that, that your car did not get towed because we were afraid it was going to get towed because Kenny Thank left you, his car man. outside. Yeah, so I, I missed I, – I left out a part of the, of the story, uh, Colin. So I walked back over to the medical trailer like 50 laps into the Xfinity race because I still didn't feel, feel well, and they thought it would be best if I went to the, to the ER, and they're like, we don't want you to drive. Can your friends take you? And I'm like, I really just don't – like want my friends to take me because they're in the, they're at the race. They're like, no, that's totally cool. We'll take you in the ambulance. And I was like, oh god, I don't. I'm oh, afraid boy. of ambulances. So yeah, I ended up getting on the stretcher and laying in the ambulance. It was a nice ride though. That I'm telling you, 
every single person that helped me out Saturday were the nicest people I've ever met in my life. They were so That's nice. Great. They, they helped me out with everything. I have really bad anxiety. So my heart rate was through the roof the entire time. And they were helping me out, calm me down. I ended up going to the hospital and they gave me fluids and took my blood and everything. And, and it was real great. Um, uh, I, I'm really afraid of hospitals, but not anymore because it, it was a good time. Uh, I got there around like, yeah, 9, 9 p.m., 8.30. And we left around 12, 12.30. Um, I think it was a uh, just, yeah, a tough day. So, But Sunday was great. I woke up. I felt good. We went to the cup race at a Martinsville hot dog. Uh, but, <laughs> finally got the hot dog yeah i got the hot dog i i literally told jason for a month i was gonna eat 12 hot dogs i ended up only eating one because the uh, diagnosis was food poisoning apparently i got food poisoning over the weekend so not yeah, from no. like from like raw honey because his, his buddy honey. gave him chai tea with like a lot of honey in it and you're not if your body consumes too much raw honey just like yeah. most raw food you can get food poisoning and that's what gave it to him I mean, I mean it's it, not was like it was raw, bad, bad. raw honey. Like yeah. it was, there was no label on the jar. It was just a jar of honey. Oh, so I don't know where the fuck he got it, but shout out Joey though. Rubbed. My dad listens to this, and that's his friend. We love Joey. He gave me raw honey. You know what? It made me throw up, but it tasted damn good. So I'll have it again one day, and then throw up again. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. But it, it was definitely an experience because Kenny stayed. Kenny left on. Friday afternoon and then got to South Carolina to to his dad's buddy's house and stayed there and then like I said he woke up or whatever and then drove so it was just odd it was a chaotic Saturday I oh mean, my race god was fantastic Sunday was even better Sunday I was just, better I, was I just normal. wish Kenny wouldn't have gotten six Saturday night because we wanted to do a lot on Saturday night we were planning on probably being there until like 11 o'clock at night and yeah we we're back. planning to walk around the whole racetrack yeah. and chill out and and yeah um, i was planning i was just so mad because i was planning to eat so many damn hot dogs and i didn't so <laughs> i that, i was literally that excited to eat martinville hot dogs and well yeah i didn't have any because you guys know me i don't eat anything hey but, but they had an uh, idaho yeah. and mashed potato truck, they had a mashed so potato fucking eating. thing in the fan zone oh my god i was can you believe it colin left and right it was amazing I, <laughs> the <laughs> one food they have in the fan zone is freaking mashed potatoes like it was idaho potatoes yeah I, no idaho I, idaho and instant mashed potato cups bro like, literally jason dude favorite. i literally live off of those because i have an eating disorder and stuff and like mashed potatoes is like one of like my comfort foods and like i literally eat i literally just had a bowl of mashed potatoes before dude game. i had betty crockers but dude, bro, i walked out of the medical trailer crazy. and this motherfucker's holding mashed potatoes and he, he just got the biggest smile and i'm like oh my gosh i was so happy where did he get mashed potatoes because i knew i knew that being out of state i was gonna have a struggle eating like because i'm out of state i'm not in my comfort zone you know what i'm saying so it was gonna be a little hard to you know eat but then yeah. when i saw that i was like oh my god this is like a guaranteed like afternoon like meal like this is just like something like to pick me up instead of like feeling weak and tired but anyways um our martinsville experience i guess you could say uh all right colin as of you being my new jersey native and being to the racetracks you've been to here's what i will say about martinsville it is a feels like 2008 racetrack where you have to be up early the traffic is nuts the craze the hype is nuts it felt like going to daytona just like smaller yeah i'm not even really... joking 
There was some good energy energy there. It's just, and I was talking to my dad about this. Stands are packed. Do if this is just the the best thing, best advice. Don't get a hotel seventy miles away. Yeah, it sucked because because oh I God. got a hotel because we planned that trip like literally a month and a half. Ooh, excuse me. Before Martinsville, and finding a hotel that was cheap for us was a struggle. And I found a hotel that was two hundred twelve dollars from Saturday night to Sunday morning. Um, or not Sunday morning from Saturday night to Monday morning. Uh, yeah. From four people, which was me, Kenny G, and Josh. Uh, two hundred twelve dollars total. So we all split, and it was that's good. not bad at all. Yeah, it was pretty good. We were in a shady ass area, but we were in uh the Salem Roanoke area. Beautiful yeah, drive. I mean- it's just it was an hour and fifteen minutes from the hotel to the track, so that's really a struggle. So if we were to do it again next yeah. year or just any time down the line, you really got to plan about getting a hotel even sooner because those hotels down there really fill up, and I mean really, really fill up. And and driving through driving literally up a mountain for fifty for fifty sixty miles, all these curvy roads at midnight in the pitch dark is terrifying. so scary. It's I have never been terrifying. so. I'd rather go 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 drive in the pouring rain around my town yeah and i live in i live in a hill area colin you've been to my town you know there's hills and yeah stuff like that you know where i live same with you kenny yeah it's it, my town it, i'm talking like these mountains are ginormous it's it, it just, was it was a lot like that when i went to pocono we stayed over no, and bro, we were, I'm, listen, we were like i made that same drive from the track. dog i mean no that same no no, no, no but you. i'm telling you these mountains are bigger than that no, I'm talking about to the hotel though. You you didn't go to my hotel. I don't need to go to your we hotel. Were, we were I'm up in the you, mountains, dude. And I'm telling you, we were in the fucking mountains, bro. I'm okay. Telling you, well, mountains, mountains are the same. Yeah, yeah, but no, but these mountains are just way I believe, bigger. I believe way, Collins way were just as big. I don't. Yeah, think that, so. that's There's what I'm no saying. I'm, I'm saying I I know I know your pain. It's it's pretty pretty fucking crazy and like pitch black darkness too. Like there are no lights or anything. And you're just curves. twisting and turning. Yeah, it sucked. Like, you couldn't even go the speed limit. You felt like you were flying. Yeah, well, going up the mountain sucks because you're accelerating yeah. and the car's just, like, yeah. not going. Yeah. But, uh, anyways, also, I guess... Yeah, continue then. No, I was just saying, just by the way, so I have, like, anxiety with driving at night. So when I was obviously not feeling well, I was very nauseous and, like, Jason driving home. I think that was the best... I've ever been mentally with anxiety and like try not to get sick in a car because like you got to imagine that you're going up and down hills through all these turns and I'm dizzy as all get out in the passenger seat and it's not Jason's fault just how it was and I didn't get sick the entire ride home like I'm telling you that was probably the hardest hour and a half of my life I'm not even joking it was I had my eyes closed just like talking myself through every single mile not a fun time not a fun time I'm not even gonna lie I I remember when I went to New Jersey a few months ago with Jason, I did not want to come home, but I, I really wanted to come home Monday. I did not stop at all on the drive home, but yeah, I just had to add that. It was crazy. tough. The seven-hour drive back to New Jersey was terrifying, too. Josh fucking made a stop an hour and 15 minutes out of the way just so he can get Bojangles in fucking Reading, Pennsylvania. What, what <laughs> and I'm terrifying? going to say Pennsylvania drivers confirmed are the worst fucking drivers if you are listening to this and you live in pennsylvania you probably you suck. suck at driving 
Because <laughs> you guys suck. I mean, oh you my God. I almost got to seven dude. accidents within 15 minutes. And everybody's like, oh, well, that's just you because it's obviously a you problem. No, dude, I'm talking people are passing me in non-passing lanes. I'm talking like the shoulders. You are passing me in the middle shoulder where you turn left or make a U-turn. I'm talking people slamming on the brakes. I'm talking coming out of nowhere. Just the sheer fact of Pennsylvania drivers, they are the worst drivers in the world. And I don't understand how they're not higher in with accident rates because it's yeah. fucking crazy how bad they are. But I also any- have, wait, yeah. I want to add one more thing. I have a funny story about my drive. So, so I had just gotten to North Carolina and Jason, you are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I thought you left. Okay. No, I'm here. I had just gotten to North Carolina and it put me on 77 uh, East to cut across to the 85 and I'm driving down 77. And if anyone's ever drove down 77, I guess I was going, I was in the mountains and I ended up on top of a mountain. So 77 goes legitly over one of the tallest mountains in North Carolina and then down it. And I'm deathly afraid of heights. Were you in the Appalachian? I think so, dude, because I'm telling you, I turned a corner. I saw all these arrows on the road, and it said, like, tractor trailers, 35 miles per hour. Like, you need to go slow. I turned a corner, looked to my left. The trees parted, and I was on top of the mountain looking down. And I I had the oh, biggest yeah. anxiety. Dude, I was calm. I was chilling, and my heart rate spiked to, like, 150 in, like, 30 seconds. And I had to put my hand to the left of my head so I could not see the edge because I, I I was terrified. Like, I moved over to the right lane where the truckers were. I was not supposed to be in that line that lane. It was only for tractor trailers, but I was in it anyway because I, I could – and I slowed down to, like, 40 also because I could not – I was terrified. I was literally driving down the mountain and could see the edge of – now, don't get me wrong. There was another freeway to my left where the cars were going the other direction, but it was lower than me, so I could literally see, like, for – hundreds of miles in one direction and it was terrifying so definitely will never go on 77 again all right i'll i'll take the long way it was a very eventful weekend yeah it was like it it was definitely an eventful one bro for real i mean it definitely the most eventful weekend i've ever had at a race weekend by far but i will say um so quick things because we have been on this all the driving topic as much as I want to talk about our trip, which we probably will on one of our special episodes of the off season with some of our favorite moments. Um, here's what I will say. <laughs> here's what I will say about <laughs> Martinsville. One, holy shit, and and, and I, we don't need to drag along the story, but Josh, my friend, dude, missed about 150 laps of the race due to the lines because of food, bro. <laughs> lines laps for a hot dude, dog. Oh my god. The lines were all the way down the front straightaway through the grandstands, wrapping around one and two and stuff. It was that bad to get. It was fucking, un- it, unbelievable. They I are don't... not joking when people want those fucking hot dogs. I am not joking. It is crazy. It, it is crazy. And not only that, but that was a huge problem that they definitely need to fix. Number two, they need to figure out ways of how they can let people exit the track because traffic is, was okay getting out of there. I mean – but I'm not even talking about just traffic. I'm talking about like people like physically walking out of the racetrack, out of the grandstands. We were in like, I, I felt like a goddamn, um, a trout or like a salmon down the river. <sighs> it was so bad. Like you would come to a stop, you were going through nooks and crannies of the grandstands, trying to figure out which ways you can go. Um, 
Also, you know how, Colin, you know how at Dover you could sit outside uh, uh, turn uh, four and get those driver autographs and nobody bothers you? Yeah. At, at Martinsville, they have security by the turn four gate. And they are like holding people back, threatening people to move back all the way across the fan zone. Yeah, this We're dude, in the look, fan zone. This Literally old guy came. This tell- old guy came up to me and said, "If I do not step back, he's gonna call the police and have me arrested." I'm like, "Bro, like I, I'm here to see my favorite drivers go through. I'm not gonna like run at them and punch them or anything. I just want to see them. We're all just yeah. sitting there looking. So, hey, Martinsville officials, listen, you got a great Medicare." You got a great medic trail. You got a but shitty security. You got a system. shitty security system. Like, so now wait, we do not the, care about the drivers system. were coming out of this gate, and you yes. could only be so far back. So you saw yeah. them coming out, but you couldn't. Go no, you weren't even allowed to. They wanted everybody away. They were yeah. trying to push um, everybody. They were like, put it this way: porta potties, eighty yards away. Everybody, you guys need to get back behind the porta potties. You guys need to get out of this zone. We are in the fan zone, and I literally yelled, and then there was a guy. I was like, hey, everybody, where are we? And I was like, what is this zone called? They go, the fan zone. And I go, exactly. I was like, this is the fan zone. And then some redneck goes, yeah, someone get this some bitch a beer. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> I was dying. Get this some bitch a beer, man. But it's hey, true, yeah. man. They're so oh, yeah. strict about it. So anybody who knows, I mean, Martinsville definitely is, I, I want to say, the least accessible uh track to get autographs or just meet yeah. your drivers and just saying yeah, yeah i i can't say much for that last part about the security uh but i mean the traffic and the people like this is a problem that's a good problem to have especially considering what we were talking oh, no, about it's last a good week. it's a good problem to have but i'm just saying like when it comes to timing and stuff and i'm telling you what too another cool another cool thing about this trip dude you know how they talk about how people literally live up the road? I'm not even kidding you, Colin. There are people who literally live a solid 50 to 80 yards away from the racetrack. From literally yeah, there's the houses all around racing. the racetrack. There are literally yeah, houses. They literally let people park on their on their lawn for like $20. Yeah. Um, we did we did for the Xfinity race. But I mean the the you know the security, the only two drivers that passed us, and I could see why they'd have security, was Joey Logano and Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin was in a golf cart and was getting booed like a you know what. And then he, oh, and then he got in. He then he came back into the racetrack. Yeah, yeah. He he let well, he left in a golf cart um with a suit on and came back with normal clothes on. So it was obviously he was staying in the racetrack for some reason. But yeah, he was getting booed, man. Old AJ McLeod, though, man. Anything. People's champ walking around, taking photos, security telling everybody to get back. BJ McLeod saying, fuck them, and walking around, not literally, but like walking around and taking photos with people. And shout Dude, out to the I mean, track worker that gave me a goddamn lug nut. And G, a lug nut. Because there was a guy who from, from the track crew who came out when he was walking back to his car so he could like get ready to go home. He's like, I got a bunch of lug nuts today from Pit Road. Does anybody want any? And me and G were like, oh, me, me, me. And he gave us each a lug nut. So that was pretty damn cool, which I'll get That's to. Cool. I'll add on to that point here in a little bit. But um, really cool stuff. I will say, Martinsville, I, my favorite race to probably attend to, close, no cigar. I think the Xfinity race was honestly better. Um, But... <laughs> I will say that the racetrack itself, it's, it's a masterpiece. It's a, it's such a class to go to. And for what it is, it's a great venue, but great there venue, are some dude. problems they do need to fix. I will not say it's not my favorite race I've ever been to. It's not my favorite racetrack I've ever been to. 
Um, to me, I still love Daytona. I don't care how expensive it is. I still love Daytona, and I. I just I, like Daytona. I, like I, I can Pocono, agree with I you think, there. I think Pocono is my favorite place. I I like Daytona. Out of I've been to Martinsville, Bristol, obviously Atlanta, and then Daytona, and out of all the tracks, it would be Daytona for a big reason is that it's just in a populated area. Like I, yeah. I, I have just truly learned this past weekend that I do not like being in the middle of nowhere. It's yeah. Very Colin, you are literally how I said it in the middle East bubble. Fuck bro. There is nothing around. Maybe a couple Bojangles, a couple hotels and that's about it. bro. Literally dude, nothing. you're inland for miles. Like my, my last 70 miles just to Martinsville was straight up um hills and mountains hills yeah i wasn't even on a freeway yeah. I was on a road like it was it was just not not a good time i will say a good time with the, the drive on nowhere. sunday morning to the racetrack was beautiful that was a really cool oh it was it was a good drive i can't lie yeah that was fun. great weather sunday too thank god there's no rain or nothing yeah sunday yeah, rain, was rain, rain would have made it even worse with what yeah. everything happened but, but I will say, also, how about that atmosphere for the Xfinity race? Oh my gosh, Goodness yeah, gracious. Colin, holy shit! I don't know if they showed it very well on TV, but dude, the Xfinity race was pretty much packed for the grandstands that they allowed to be attended in. Dude, it was packed. I mean, it dude. was really packed. But the atmosphere, and I was only in the stands for thirty laps. The atmosphere for be- for a night race at at Martinsville makes me want to go back in the spring because it's just like golly man yeah, it was a really fun fun race I, I that's why I wish Kenny would have been there it would have been a lot more enjoyable yeah. but I'm going I to mean, Martinsville next year I just don't know when what date so yeah it was a fun race but some drama happened obviously uh Xfinity race I would talk about but I feel like we should talk more about the bigger series at hand obviously the cup series uh, controversial finish. Some people on the fence about it, some people not. Some people obviously who their favorite was in that scenario. Um, Alex Bowman gets into Denny Hamlin with about five or six laps to go, I want to say. I don't remember. Um, got into Denny right there entering three. Um, Bowman drives up the track a little more than he wanted to. Gets into Denny, gets loose, takes him out. Uh, Bowman has a two lap to go restart. Ends up uh, Taking it on the outside, I think, or the bottom, skirts away, wins. Kyle Busch and Brakzowski must win situations at that point. Unless Martin Truex Jr. would have lost the position, I think. I think Kyle would have gotten in. I don't know. Like I said, I don't. I, I couldn't really see the points. Um, but uh, and Bowman wins, does burnout or tries to, should I say? Hamlin comes up to him, flips on the double birds, yells "fuck you" in the windshield, and uh, Hell yeah, yeah burned it down. Called him a hack after the race. Uh. Colin, from your perspective on TV, what what was it like? Because we were there at the racetrack, and holy shit, was it? Not- holy shit. Uh, well, in, in those moments that it was happening, I was really kind of just upset about Kyle because he, he worked his way all the way up to the front. He did what he had to do, and it was really a technicality that kept us out. Uh, everybody picked the inside lane, and, and uh, you know, Truex picked the top. And he literally gained like five positions that way. I feel like if he was on the bottom, he wasn't going to make up those spots and Kyle was going to get in with the second place finish. And then once, you know, it was like, oh my God, now he has to win. And he was there and he just didn't have the car to get to the bumper of the 48. I was just so upset. I mean, we worked so hard to get ourselves up to that position. And, you know, it was, it it was his for the taking and it just didn't work out. So um, 
but yeah, when I was watching, I, I was really kind of just like, you know, like I said, sad. I was kind of just chilling there. I was like, what the heck is Hamlin doing when he when he rolled up? I really thought Hamlin was going to get out and they were going to fight on the front straightaway. That that was what I was really hoping for. Yeah, but, that's, uh, that's I guess, what I thought you know, I Hamlin was kind of Hamlin was talked off the cliff, obviously, because if that were to happen, he were to get a penalty and then miss the final four, then you know nobody, you know, he would have wanted that to happen. I don't, th- so I don't think he was certainly would've. talked off the cliff there. I don't think they would have. I don't know if he. Maybe a big fine. Maybe a yeah, maybe a big fine. I I think what he did actually was worse than hopping out and fighting him because he technically used his car as a weapon. I mean, he he drove into Bowman and hit the accelerator. So like, it's kind of using your car as a weapon. Uh, but you know, either way, I was like, wow, that's crazy. And it only la- I mean, it only really lasted two seconds. He did like a quick little burnout on the nose of Bowman's car and then drove away. And then Bowman hopped out and was like all awkward about the situation. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I thought it was cool. I was like, all right, well, this is, this is at least something this, this is getting me excited. I was, I was pretty mad a couple seconds ago. Now, now it's pretty exciting, but, uh, yeah, I know. And then Hamlin called him a hack. Who even uses that word, hack? That's that's the type of word that like a guy on iRacing the races rookie legend cars calls someone. Yeah, for real. That's literally what it reminded me of. I don't know any grown adult who calls someone. Yeah, a I feel hack. like Hamlin was trying to. Trying Hamlin's to do been something. playing too much like Call of Duty or something because I, I I don't. He sounded like a grandpa. Like oh, yeah, he's a I don't hack know what the hack. There. The hack. Well, I mean, when you're in your 40s and you're trying to act hip and cool, dressing up as Post Malone and trying to act like you party on your Instagram story, which I don't know if anybody saw that. That's no, right? even more cringier than um, life. But yeah, his Instagram story <laughs> tonight's been nuts. He had a guy naked on his Instagram story. Huh? Wait, tonight? Yeah, you gotta see it. I'm Just... looking at it right now. Right. I think I'm. I think I'm blocked from his Instagram. You got? How the hell did you get blocked by Denny Hamlin? Uh, on Twitter too, because he's flying I, in. There is a I, naked man on his Instagram story. What I, the hell? I, I commented back in a few months ago. I commented um, the uh, two finger emoji. Pause. Had to be. <laughs> That's what so the crazy. hell? Oh, I'm not. He's but, oh, in Arizona okay. with his boys. Dude, Buddy. I would not be surprised if he gets. Dude, for he's that. skinny dipping with some fifty year old man. <laughs> Who is that? I don't know. He said on the Instagram story, it says it says party with the um, LFGDH, which is the Let's Fucking Go Denny Hamlin crew. So I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, everybody, you can go look at that if you want. If it's still up by the time you listen to this, um, Instagram has a twenty four hour. Dude, that's policy, crazy. Like Snapchat. So, uh, anyways, um, yeah, weird by Denny. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, from from it's the grandstands. Oh my god. I'm going to say this now, not to get off the top about this, but I'm going to say, Kenny, remember, okay, when Brad Keselowski turned Chase Elliott, Colin, people were fucking cheering. People not cheered. What? When Elliott got wrecked. They were cheering, dude. We, cheering. I was jumping up and dude, down so with I. the people I, around I, that me. Was, that was the greatest moment. People liked I was like, Let's go. that Elliott got wrecked. I don't, I don't understand it, but it was great. People were cheering. I mean, then Everyone there were the Elliot fans. I mean, there were definitely wow. some, well, that, some, that was... some birds it, being thrown, it but way. it was great. Put it this way. If you weren't an Elliot fan, if you didn't have an Elliot shirt on that day, you were cheering. Oh, yeah. Because I will tell you this. I think I found – I learned my lesson 
there is no such thing as, oh, man, I don't fucking like that, even though I'm not a Chase Elliott fan. I don't like that. If you're not a Chase Elliott fan, you were fucking cheering when Brad Kozlowski got I was cheering from home. Dude, I we were going fucking nuts, but I mean... I was it, going bananas. I hit the... I, I think I accidentally punched the lady to my right and her husband, who was like 60, he's like, y'all need to move down. I'm like, bro, relax. I'm excited. Yeah, that was, that, mad guy at me. that guy was an asshole. Yeah, he, the, the, the wife was very nice. She was like, it's cool. I know you're excited. And he's just sitting there, move down, man. I'm like, buddy. I thought he was trying to say fuck move off. down because of the whole, quote, COVID regulations. Nah, no. That guy I, had a I, Trump yeah, shirt on. I, I, kept, I kept saying, uh, what's it called? I kept saying, because G was like, why are we moving? And I was like, oh, I kept yelling it when there was a caution. I was like, oh, yeah, because, you know, some asshole keeps telling us to move down. I kept saying, yelling it really loud. <laughs> I didn't so hear I you. Reason, so damn. Just so loud. I had a reason to fucking knock his great fucking hair ass out. Oh god, he's such an annoying bastard. I'm sorry, but he just, was kind of annoying. He was pissing me off. I'm like, yeah. dude, relax. But like, uh, he literally like gr- he did. Did I tell you that he like grabbed my arm and he like pushed you? He's like, go move. I'm like, buddy, what, relax. Dude, if he would have fucking laid his hands on me, I would have fucking got up in his face. I I don't stand for shit like that. You the put Martin's your arms on me. Fight. You you put your arms on me. You be, you best damn well be able to finish it because I'm I'm not like that. You put your hands on me. There's gonna be a problem. Um. All right. So, anyways, enough with the uh, with the uh, fucking gray haired guy who's probably got like two years left. That's um, not cool. Not anyway, cool. All right. I'm You're sorry. very foul. <laughs> anyway, me and Colin, me and Colin don't support the toxic. Actually, we do. All right. Anyway. I'm, I'm joking. But anyway, you know I do. He's just he was just an asshole. But anyways, asshole. Um, asshole anyways 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 but yeah it was it, it was definitely nuts when that happened but uh, a lot of people uh, on the night yep for sure mate. uh but yeah the alex bowman denny hamlin incident i guess to end off the topic for martinsville um do we think Denny Hamlin was in the right by calling Alex Bowman a hack? And was and and do you agree with Alex Bowman at the end of the race? Uh, Colin, what what was your standpoint on that? I mean, Denny obviously has reason to be mad. He got he got turned racing for the win, but I mean, Bowman didn't mean to do it by any by any means. They were just they were racing hard. Now, what 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 were you saying about Bowman? Do I agree with what Bowman did? What, do you, what did do, he you do, do you do you agree? Do you agree with like the way that he took the way he took it well i don't know i a bowman hopped out of the car after that and, I, and you could tell he was shaking up he was like uh didn't mean to do that now he's like really mad at me and this is really awkward now you know what i mean he was like uh oh he felt bad to celebrate yeah yeah now it was savage when hamlin pulled up next to him and he did a burnout around his car i was like oh Oh, Alex Bowman is a savage. I'm like, this is a side of Alex Bowman that I've never seen before. But I think uh, Alex was not anticipating Hamlin hitting the accelerator and going into the front of his car and and doing his own little burnout. And then that's when Alex was like, "Uh uh-oh, like this this guy's fucking manic right now. Uh, So I don't know. I I do agree with Alex sells the t-shirts, though. That was was dope. That's a good, that's a good, uh... Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty fun. I like how Alex Bowman is now using it as a joke, and I really hope that they do leave on because, from what it looks like, it looks like either the Martinsville car just had the sticker on it for publicity, 
or they're running the hack Bowman uh, C pillar or the, the frame post up at the top of the roof uh, this weekend, which would be really cool. But, they um, have to do that. Oh, it would be so cool if they did. But uh, Kenny, what was your standpoint on the whole uh, situation? I don't know, man. I feel like, uh, you know, like Colin said, Hamlin had a reason to be mad. And um, I think the post-race stuff was very interesting. But, I mean, NASCAR needs that. You know, they need that that tension, that excitement. It was definitely something we've never seen before. So I, I was all for it. I mean, I was, I was loving it. Every single minute of it. I wish Hamlin got out and they started fighting. You know, that's just that's Damn. that's what you go to Martinsville to see. You know, so I, I was supportive of it. Um, I can see why Hamlin was mad. I mean, Hamlin was given Alex plenty of room, and 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 you got to think of it from Hamlin's side that a lot of people don't don't see. I mean, he's racing for the win at Martinsville. He's obviously trying to win and set a statement. So they can go to Phoenix and they're like, all right, Hamlin has some momentum. You know what I'm saying? Like Hamlin's trying to create, you know, that momentum that, uh, to bring to Phoenix. So I feel like it was very frustrating for him to get, to get wrecked like that. And then, um, I mean, I feel like with the comments of him, like being a, a hack or whatever, obviously, you know, not being, which means like, you know, just not being a good driver. I mean, you know, it, it, it kind of makes sense, um, that he would say that just because obviously like, for the majority of the year, like I know not win wise, but for the majority of like the chase and, and the, or the, the playoffs in the, in the past, you know, few weeks, um, you know, Byron and Elliot and Larson have been doing a lot better than him. I mean, he hasn't been doing bad. They've just been outrunning him. So, I mean, I can see why he would say that, but I mean, Alex is a great driver, no doubt. He's had a, his best season ever. So I don't really uh, agree with the hack comment but i can see why he would have said it so yeah that that was my take i mean i i, I like the fighting or, or the, the the burnouts it was yeah. nice see when we watched when we were watching up at the grandstands i was cheering i mean you guys all know i'm an alex bowman fan other than a ryan Blaney fan, so i was really happy um also i just want to point out before i give my standpoint i said this to colin can you say this to you all three races I attended this year. Alex Bowman won. And I said last week in fantasy, I said, look out for Alex Bowman. And I said, I don't care if everybody says that this is crazy. I'm picking Alex Bowman on my fantasy because he finished sixth last year in both the 2020 races. And he's all right on the package. And I said that he won at every race I went to that season at that time. And that he could possibly Dude, how Sunday. I cannot believe I called that. How's that even possible? Like, how, Bro, how, how did that I even have happen? No like, he, he's oh. been fairly like irrelevant. Dude, listen, all I know is he hasn't, he's been irrelevant the last like two, three months. And Bro, here he is just now. listen, just listen. I'm telling you, if I go to my first race of the season next year and if Alex Bowman wins, I'm telling you, God is telling me something. <sighs> but yeah. I mean, it, it could it, it could be G because G went to all three of those races. Those were her first three races and Alex won. I had been the races where Alex had ran and he hadn't won. So maybe G's the good luck charm. I don't know. Maybe it's just me and her paired together. I don't know. But anyways, uh, back to the whole scenario. Uh, I think it was just racing really at the end of the day. I mean, Alex got in there a little higher than what he should have. Uh, he knew that he, I think he was. I know that he was trying to mess up Denny in a, in a certain point. 
but uh, it just didn't work out. He got loose. I mean, we've all seen Martinsville. The way that those somewhat semi-flat tracks are, it's so hard to get the car rotated, especially when you're entering the corner in a heavy braking zone <clears throat> and trying to get the car to rotate in the center and everything like that. It just got loose, man. Um, you know, there's nothing he could do. I wanted to see a fight. I really wanted to see a fight. Um, but uh, I don't agree with Denny Hamlin coming up to the car at the end of the race like that because uh, what if Alex was getting out of the car? I mean, he's probably already unbuckled as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, just a little little, little dumb on his part, I think. Um, the hack thing, uh, I'm sorry, but uh, he's not a hack. I mean, you could sit here and say that, oh, you finished 10th with the best car in the field every week. Uh, Alex Bowman clearly doesn't have the best car in the field every week. Uh, we've all seen that. We've all known that. Um, and he has the most wins of uh, the five team this year at Hendrick, and he's tied for the second all-time with Martin Truex Jr. this season. Um, I wouldn't say he's a hack, and we all know that Alex Bowman did not come from money and did not come from a last name. He earned it. He went from the lowest of lows racing for fucking – Burger King Racing, out of all fucking teams, one of the worst teams to ever come about in NASCAR, to now he's driving as a top echelon team of the sport. Um, and he's not a hack. I don't agree with that. Uh, obviously, the fans are agreeing with Alex Bowman. They're booing Denny Hamlin. So, um, hate him or love him. Uh, I mean... Maybe he was Denny hacking. Hamlin's, he was hacking the track. Maybe he. Had yeah, maybe he was. Something. Maybe he had like some coding in there. Shit yeah, like that, but, he hacked the yeah. ECU or whatever the hell. They yeah, got yeah, yeah. He thing. was. He had. He had. He had traction control on. Exactly. That's what I was <laughs> thinking. You know. <laughs> when when he said he was a hack at first, I was like, I was thinking that's what he was saying. Like he he like hacked the system. Like he he spun me to win. Like it was a cheat code or something like that. I was like, what's this guy talking about? Uh, he was just and saying that I, he doesn't deserve it. Yeah. A little a little ridiculous on Hamlin's part. I think Alex took it very professional. We all heard um, Alex apologized. He took full blame for that. He even said, I don't want to win a race like that. He says that he felt bad for celebrating, but he said it's Martinsville. He really won that clock, and he didn't feel as bad as what he usually would have if it would have been for another race. Uh, it's fucking Martinsville. I would have done the same thing. You get, you get, you know. And I mean, it's ridiculous. And I guess one more question, it could be one more answer, but that's my opinion on that. A quick little answer. Uh, is Denny Hamlin letting Alex Bowman get to his head and the fans this weekend heading into Phoenix when he knows he has a shot to win the championship? Yeah, pro probably. This is probably going to hold Denny back from winning yet another championship. Kenny? I mean, I feel like something – I'm sorry. I feel like something always comes up in like the final race and Hamlin's mind is just blocked. It's like chokey, chokey. Benny Hamlin does something. Chokey, chokey. Exactly. I don't know. And I, I think, I think Hamlin's in a good mindset. You know, we just saw a naked guy on his Instagram story. I think he's partying. He's having a good time. I think that Denny's he's very gonna, good under pressure. He's very good under pressure. And, and, you know, I think Denny's good at Phoenix. He won a very pressure pressurized whatever race uh in what 2019, 2019? Yep. yeah um i think he's just going to use this as motivation i think he's going to use it as motivation to go out this weekend and shut everyone up i and and i mean that that's my opinion i don't i think denny has been in this position many times with chase elliott with other things it's not his first rodeo with having people hating him 
It's not his first rodeo. I think he's just fine. Um, got plenty think, more things to worry about than. I think know. he's letting everybody get to him, especially the fans too. Um, we've uh, we you said that we've seen this plenty of times. I think we've seen this way too many times where this eleven team comes in under pressure after having some controversy, and then you know they can win the championship, and they end up fucking up somehow, one way or another. So. I don't think Denny Hamlin's going to win. If he does, big statement on his part. Uh, he's definitely the least fan favorite to win the championship this weekend, um, obviously. But, uh, I mean, if he wins, it's not like he didn't deserve it. I, mean, I still think the five team. <sighs> Sorry. I still think the five team deserves it, obviously. So, we'll uh, we'll, we'll find out. But um, I, I do want to add, I, yeah. I kind of, like, I hate to say it because I feel like he was in the wrong, but I, I like the character that Denny Hamlin is becoming. And I think it's I think it's good for the sport, and I think it's another like you know outstanding outstanding person, yeah, someone someone who stands out in the sport. I mean, like I, I'm scrolling through his Instagram right now, and it's like I don't know it it, it gives me like it gives me a, a vibe about him. Like he has a personality, you know what I mean? Like I think he tries to act like an NBA player too much. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, sure, sure. I mean, you, you, you may be right, but I mean, he definitely seems like you know a successful athlete. Yeah, but um, yeah. Uh, I started yawning again. Oh god, this should just be called yawning podcast at this point. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. We'll have to see coming into this weekend. We'll get to the tail end of the show and talk about what we think. Um. Little side note, just want to give a quick little uh, favorite moment. Um, but I'm just going to point out, everybody, uh, this is obviously the last race of the Gen 6 car this weekend for the Cup Series. Uh, very sad. Whether you hate this car or not, I'm telling you, um, it's not going to be not going to be a happy feeling after the end of the race when you know the offseason's calling us and you're going to have to go two months without watching a stock car race uh, with NASCAR involving uh, in the sport. You know what I mean. I was poorly worded, but you know what I mean. Um, obviously, a little few points to note out. Last Gen 6 race. Uh, no more five lug nuts in the Cup Series, which, like I wanted to point out earlier, I said I'd talk about later, which is now. Uh, that track worker gave me that lug nut. Didn't really think about it at all. And then G says to me, hey, just to think that this is the second to last race that these lug nuts are going to be used on the Cup car. So I have one of the lug nuts from the second to last uh, Cup race uh, for this current car That's so no crazy. more five lug nuts after this weekend uh no more 750 horsepower uh we're going down to 670 next year the max i believe that's what they said i mean we might co- it might come back in the future might come back mid-season who knows nascar is known for changing its rules during the season they're never true to the book like they are on the beginning of the season at daytona um so yeah that's gonna be a big thing practice qualifying coming back uh, but shorter distancing, obviously, just the way that the cars handle, just everything about this. Just all I'm gonna say is, is guys, for the people listening and for you guys too, just remember, we all can sit here, we all can hate on the package, we all can hate on the way that this car drives. Don't take this race for granted this weekend. Really try to enjoy it, no matter if it's a boring race or not, which I'm really going to. I think I'm gonna sit down. I might have myself an illegal one beverage. Just, just clarifying that, just because I want to have a nice little beer. And just watch the end of the race, you know, like just watch the whole race because just think that like this is this is what I grew up with when I was eleven, going on twelve years old, 
you know, and now I'm 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 gonna yep. be 21 years old, you know, and and we watched the whole card, you know, we I mean we've watched a few cards, we watched the Gen Four, we watched the Gen Five slash COT, and now we're watching the Gen Six make its exit. Just to think, next thing you know, life's gonna be like that. The Gen Seven, aka the next gen, is gonna be gone. We're gonna be moving on to another car. So you know, just saying, you know, take take life as it is. You know, every every little bit of the time, try to be in the moment, enjoy life as it is in that moment. You know. Because, you know, in a blink of an eye, you know, next thing you know, you're old as fuck like us. Well, I mean, we're not old as fuck. We're getting there, you know. We're 20 years old, 22 years old, you know, whatever. Colin is just Colin's big and tall like a jolly green giant. But, you know, <laughs> just just don't take this race for granted this weekend because it's it's going to be a sad one at the end of the race when you turn off the TV and you realize, wow, that was the last race of that car, and I'm never going to see that car race again. Yeah, and it's just like it- – <laughs> Coming from someone who's like in the sim racing world and is very competitive with it and knowing that like soon we're going to be moving to that car. It's just, it's not fully scanned and ready to go. I feel like on iRacing, but at the end of the day, like my opinion about the next gen car and, 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 you know, you can disagree with it, whatever. It's not even about easy to drive. I just do not like it. I don't like the, the physics of it. I don't like the way it, it drives, not because it drives easy, because it just it doesn't do what a stock car should do. It doesn't drive like a stock car. Um, I don't like the sequential shifting now. I don't like the five gears. I, I don't. I don't like any of that. I think they're going down a path that's not stock car racing. It's it's veering more towards uh, younger sports generation. car. Ra- no, not even a younger generation. It's just it, it's 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 going towards just. Um, like a, a sports car type of car i mean obviously it has a slick look and and obviously like you know the tires are different and and everything everything's the, different the yeah everything is different but at the end of the day just you know st- the stuff that i just said like it's just i'm not excited for it at all <laughs> i hate to be a debbie downer with the next gen car but i i don't i don't see how it's going to fix what the real diehard fans like us want. I mean, even if like, it's just, I don't ever see. I think we all want to be, we all want to be wrong though. We want this car to do good. We want it to prove us wrong. We want that. Well, they already announced it's 550 horsepower on my next year. So I don't care what it does. I mean, if it's 550 horsepower, it's going to be, I mean, you, and this is come from, again, a sim racer standpoint, trying out that car. I mean, that car is 10 times worse on mile and a half with arrow push and being tight and holding it wide open for 30 plus laps. Yeah. Uh, it's, Wait, it's I just, mean, when we I, did I'm that just... one race at Charlotte, I remember Kenny, it was, oh, it was terrible. Car. The first one I ran, I, I, was, I just remember. I wanted to fall asleep. I mean, but obviously bait. that car is not, it, it's not fully, fully scanned yet. Like you said, it's not like, this like a lot of people think that what we saw with Darlington for that uh, E NASCAR Pro Invitational stuff and everything that's been running with that car, that's not how that car is gonna drive. That car hasn't even fucking touched the track with forty cars on it together. Yeah, that's yeah. just what they think it's gonna look like, and that's what the with the game slash simulator simulates it to be. You know, and that's but that's what I was saying. Like it's not just the way it drives. I don't like about it. Like I said, I don't like the sequential stuff. I don't like, you know, um just a bunch of, uh, of different things yeah. technical things about the car that I, I just don't agree with i don't think it's nascar it doesn't remind me of nascar it reminds me of like an imsa imsa 
type, you know. Don't forget about door numbers too. I completely forgot about that door numbers. Yeah, I mean the door numbers. It's just. Listen, I'm not gonna lie. I don't care if the the car can look like shit. I mean, it obviously got to look good, but I don't care about the door numbers. I think some paint schemes will go great next year, as long as the fucking racing, it's it's good. I I don't care. Hopefully, it's good, but you know, just don't take this weekend for granted. You know. It's all I gotta say because it, you know before you know it you're old like you're getting older like us and you're gonna you're gonna regret you know being hated to that car just like I remember I hated the COT and now we love the COT even no, though NASCAR drivers COT. say that car is the worst thing that they've ever driven as fans that was some of the best racing we ever saw you know we yeah. love that car I love that car I hate that it had a wing but there's something about it. I don't know if it's the nostalgia, but like I, I fucking love that car. I love Dale Jr.'s 2007 Budweiser scheme on that car. I don't know why, but I love it. I yeah. love it. I love it. I love it. I, I love it. it. I love it. <laughs> mm, I'm loving it like McDonald's. But I guess as Hug Colin my brother. Is sitting here silently, yeah. I guess I'll let you go first, Colin, like I usually do. Oh, yeah. Hi, Colin. Um, <laughs> Hello. Uh, I guess to end the little topic on a nostalgia standpoint, what is Colin? What is your favorite Gen Six car? Oh, if you man. had to think of one, was that was that on the list? Yeah, it was. Oh shit! I mean, oh, just think of it. something, I, I something that you could remember so well. If you can't think, we'll give you a minute. Um, can, wait, Kenny, you go first. But like, is it is it my favorite moment with that car in general or just like my favorite like race moment that just so happens favorite to be race moment in a gen 6 it, car it just everything in a gen all right 6 well i mean car. i guess i gotta say like in 2015 when kyle won at sonoma in in a gen 6 car when he came back and uh you know then he won that championship you know that that stretch of dominance there to to become champion i you know i really uh i should have clarified really more what is your I, I that's a good one. I get that because you're a Kyle fan, but what is your favorite racing moment with that Gen 6 car that proved that it could be that it was a good car at that time? The 2014 season, specifically Richmond 2014. I was literally thinking about that at work too. I mean I have I have a couple specific moments, but I get that. But yeah, the, you know that, that Texas playoff race. Yeah. Was really good. Uh, just something that comes to my head right now. I mean, they, they put on good shows everywhere in 2014. I, I said that earlier on the podcast in one of these earlier few few weeks ago episodes. I remember I said that I just wish we could have the 2014 package with a big spoiler on the back. I don't understand why we can't have that. We've seen some good flips with Gen 6 cars, boys. Unfortunately, <laughs> oh God, not, not many this flips. season. But, man, we've seen some good flips in those Gen 6 cars. Did anybody flip in a Gen 6 car at a non-super speedway slash – road course race though from 2013 to 2021 not that i can think of like we we've been really close at kansas a few times but man i can't no i don't think so why does nascar have to keep the damn cars on the ground shut up Ah, what colin we need we need we need death okay okay all right. No, I don't mean death, but man, I like a nice tumble every now and then. It's a little tumble action. I don't like cra- cars crashing. It's interesting to watch, but I, I don't want 
cars crash. We need more of it. Well, hey, we'll see what this new car does. Maybe that's huh. what I have yeah. a feeling that this car is going to be on the ground because of like, how heavy the back end is, it looks like, because it's the fuser. I just can't see these cars flipping over, but, I mean, maybe they will. Maybe they'll fucking fly. Who knows? Dude, yeah. we can only hope. No, I don't hope that. Next thing you know, because, I mean, with all the crush panels, the, the crush zones they talked about from the Talladega crash test, I don't know, man. Oh yeah, how how is that car supposed to be in crash testing? Like, is is it are the rumors like true? Do we even know? I'm pretty sure they were true, but I mean, I don't think NASCAR would let us drive a car that wasn't ready to go. So I think yeah, exactly. Kenny, what was your favorite Gen Six racing moment? Well, besides Kyle Busch's two championships in the Gen Six car, um, I would have to say my favorite race. My favorite race with the Gen 6 car. It would either be between... um, Gosh, man, it's it's tough. It's a lot of good races. Um, Just like a notable memory or something. Throw a few at us. What's on your mind? Well, a couple things that just popped in my mind was 2014 Richmond, uh, 2016 Homestead when Jimmy won. I mean, that was a great race. That was a good race. That was a hell of a race. Um, Let's see. Uh, I'd say this year's uh, Atlanta race in July, which I was at. Kurt Busch and Kyle Busch. That was a really really fun battle to watch. That was way better. I wouldn't. Really I, cool. I think that both the Larson, Blaney, and Bush brother battles were, I think, equal this year. But I think it was even cooler to watch the Bush brothers battle this year because it was like, wow, that's like two Bush brothers. Like, come on, bro. Like, this doesn't happen. Yes, two brothers. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, I think. Gosh, man, I'm trying. I'm trying to just think of. Larson versus Bush and that Chicago land finish. Chicago was great. Yeah. Chicago was great. It was great. We've had some really good plate races in, in yeah, this car. It didn't start out very nice. It didn't that, that the first few Talladega race that we always praised. It was like it had everything in it. Yeah, I mean I mean you can't forget, you know, the twenty thirteen uh Degger race when David Dragon won. That was cool. Oh yeah. That had, that literally had everything in it. Everything oh, yeah. you ever wanted in a Degger race. Yeah, that was that was really cool. See the teamwork and everything. Um, just w- if I could pick one more, let's see. Let me think. Let's use my brain. One more would probably have to be. Um, I don't know. It's a lot of races. A lot of races. I should have wrote it down, but I didn't. A lot of, lot of good races. So, yeah, what I said. Well, see, because me being me with my ADHD, I think about shit like this pretty frequently, especially when it comes up on a topic where I have to know an answer. Uh, I was thinking at work, um, things that come to my mind, uh, 2013 Auto Club 400 with Denny Hamlin and Joey Logano and Kyle Busch, that was, that's got to be one of the greatest NASCAR finishes of all time. Oh, yeah. Uh, wasn't even thinking of 2018 uh, Chicagoland. That was a hell of a finish itself. 
Um, it proves that you don't need a pack race to have a good race. Um, not only that, but um, I mean, 2014 Richmond. I wasn't thinking of the whole 2014 season in general. Uh, but uh, tw uh, tw 2014 uh, Chicagoland, I'd say that was some of the best racing we had seen out of that car in its lifespan. I mean, maybe we'll have a really ni a, a nice race this weekend, but we all know Phoenix. Who knows? It's probably gonna be a snoozer. But you know, like I said, just don't take this race for granted this weekend. It's gonna be a big, uh, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be a memorable one. You know, and I'm 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 you know, it makes me a little depressed and upset knowing that the season ending is upon us, and that you know, it's yeah. not just an ending, but you know, it's just the end of end of what we grew up with as kids. You know? I never even thought of it like that. To be honest with you, I'm I was telling you, like, nobody's, oh, yeah, like, nobody's thinking about it like that. I tell you, I'm telling. The reason why I made this a segment on the, on this podcast this week is because I watched Eric Esep's video last night going to bed about how this is literally the end of an era. It's this is this is such a, a crucial pinpoint pinnacle race for us this weekend because it's the last race of this gen car. Maybe not a pinnacle point for the whole sport in general, but a pinnacle point for the people in our age group, you know, because yeah. this is what yeah. we grew up with. This is when we all were being more appreciative, when we started our Instagram accounts, when, yeah. when we know, decided that we were NASCAR fans. When we so really we, decided that this is, this is our, this, I mean, I, I've known since I was like, you know, in diapers, but, you know, I mean, just, you had a more appreciative standpoint on the sport because of what you loved, but, um, I want to go back on to another point. I want to say this, and I'm going to say this biasly, but you got to agree with me for one reason, and because it was at Pocono, which nothing like this ever happens there. Ryan Blaney versus Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick, first career win in 2017. That was some of the best damn racing I had ever seen at that racetrack. Oh, yeah. I don't care if that was my favorite driver's first win. Biased or not, that race itself, fuel mileage, strategy crashes drama just i mean kyle bush drove ryan blaney all the way to the fucking apron down the back straightaway and blaney was bouncing up and down suspension dragging and past him heading into the tunnel turn and then blaney and harvick just waiting like an indy car race i mean it was nuts seeing who would get back there I, I mean i'll never forget that day it was such a hard time for me at that time and having that happen was just such such a pinpoint for me i just yeah, I love that race, and I that just, race was wild. Unfortunately, race, yeah, the only Pocono races I didn't go to too. I had something else happen that day, and I couldn't go to that one. Man, I wish I went to that one. I would have been upset as a Kyle Busch fan. Although at that time, I I absolutely adored Ryan Blaney like I do now too. So I, I always that was pretty cool. On the topic of Pocono and this car is 2014 when Junior swept the races. That was pretty. Yeah, cool. those were those were all good races and good finishes too. I, I can't believe – I mean, I know we're, I'm getting completely off topic. I just can't believe that people uh, just, you know – and not people. They don't – like, they know that 2014 was such a good season. But, I mean, good God. Like, golly, 2014 was such a that good year That was, like, the racing, best NASCAR man. season since, like, 2011 That was one of the best freaking seasons ever. Like, I mean, if you yeah. really – like, like everything about that season, I don't know how – in their great minds, they didn't want to go back to that. I just, I don't, it had to have been something with money, like something. It, it had to have been something that they just. The amount of advertisements that they put out for the playoff. Oh my God, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Get another voice. Shut up. 
again for the like i mean the commercials that they did they literally made a whole commercial explaining the chase format that year that was interesting that got fans excited for it dude do you remember before the playoffs every year they'd make like a, a um a video of like all the drivers running and stuff yeah. No, 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 no. That was in 2015. I remember that because and guess 16. what? And 16. Guess, no, it was only 16 then. It was only in 16. Yeah, it was only 16. I remember that, Kenny, because guess what? There is at least once every three months where I actually go back and I watch all this because it was really? they, they made one for every end of the round. Every Heck end yeah. of the round. And it was the coolest thing ever because they incorporated drivers running in real life scenarios into what happened during the race yeah which was so cool i loved it it was a bunch of parkour and just it looked like an action so cool i loved it but um yeah i 2014 man it's just something it wasn't the best year for me you know my parents got separated and everything like that but no i mean i graduated the sixth grade which at the time where i live my the two towns combined atlantic highlands and highlands combined to make henry hudson regional school which i went to school to which is seventh through twelfth grade and seventh and eighth grade is middle school and pre-k through sixth grade is elementary here but my point is is that you know we're getting older i mean for christ's sake martinsville just passed i feel like i was waiting for martinsville for forever and now we're already at the end of the season i feel like 2021 was just yesterday like it's oh, crazy, man. I, I'm still thinking about stuff last year. I'm still thinking about stuff in 2019. I feel, I, I mean, Kenny, that's... I feel like our Daytona trip in 2020 was yesterday. I remember. Dude, I know. I remember, I remember every single day of that trip. I could, I could look at the dates and tell you what happened from the morning to the night. I mean, I, it was just, like yesterday. It, it's just crazy, but not, not to drag on the subject. It's just, it's really sad because, you know, a lot of people give a lot of hate to this car and even ourselves, you know, and we're all guilty of it. You know, it makes, I can't believe this is making me tear up. It's just, it just goes to show you that, you know, it, it's, this is our lives. This is what we live to watch, you know, kind of like going to cry. You know, it's just sad because this is what we grew up with. This is like you said, Colin. This is was the defining moment of we're NASCAR fans. We are NASCAR. You know, we built this sport. We helped this sport out. It's just sad, you know, to see this car go. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Canaan, the Arca series is still running this car, but it's not the same. No, I hear you. You But hell, you know, it's it's exciting. It's it's the beginning of something new. NASCAR I'm excited. I'm excited nowhere. for something new. We're, we're upset about the Gen 6, but NASCAR ain't going nowhere. You got to look we're, ahead of the future. Exactly. We, we're living in the now. So, you know? Gen 6 car, we will miss you February 2013 to November of 2021. Thank you so much for a good eight years. We will really, really miss you. And Absolutely. thank you for all the great racing moments and giving us a good childhood because I tell you what, as much as I hated that fucking arrow package that we've been running, I'm going to miss it with this car. I'm really, really going to miss it, and it's really sad. But we're going to find out who's going to be crowned a champion this weekend. Very excited. I think that the four best drivers, other than Kyle Busch maybe, have been chosen for this playoff picture. I think this is going to be one of the most competitive ones, even though it's kind of an obvious two picks to choose from. Um, Phoenix this weekend, obviously, we've seen it. 
Uh, fun fact, ever since 2014, even Dale Jr. noted this last year coming, to the play, coming into the final race, uh, every single champion has went on to win the race. Guys, does that continue yeah. this weekend? Yep, 100%. I think so. Yeah, I agree. It's just like I feel like the best. they bring the best of the best this weekend. Unless William Byron wants to actually close it out for once. Hey, man, he's been so good. I wouldn't be surprised if him or Tyler Reddick win. Um, all right, a few questions. Um, one, is Phoenix worthy of the playoff finale race? No. They need to put it back to Homestead and leave it at that. I mean, they are next year they already got Homestead, what, the second to last race of the year? It's third to last or fourth. Third to last. I don't, I don't know, man. It's just – I grew up – I think it should be at Charlotte. Um, I mean, I would love it to be at Martinsville, but I think that David Land on his, his video a couple days ago said that everybody wonders why Martinsville isn't the final race this season and why it's the second to last. It's because of what we just saw this past weekend. Yeah. Everybody is so hyped. Like, whoa, man, I'm on the edge of my fucking seat. What the hell is going to happen this weekend? That's why. And Bristol, they won't because Bristol's Bristol. You got to leave it at its crown jewel race. Don't make it more than what it already has been to. Yep. You know, and, and it's just like it, you get taken out so easily there. And they're not going to do just, it in a restricted play track or, play, or uh, Homestead race. is just the perfect track for a championship race. Obviously, we've seen it. I feel like every championship race was good there. I don't remember a bad championship race. I mean, and you can run multiple lines. The racing's good. And it's just and, and, and one thing that I want to get on topic of also is they need to, in the future, make the season go to the end of November again because nothing was better than a November 18th, 19th, 20th homestead race. Clocks are turned back. The race starts at 2.30 p.m. and ends at 6 p.m. in the dark. I mean, there's nothing like yeah. – that's, that's so nostalgic for me. It always brings back good memories – I mean, don't get me wrong. They're going to be starting a, a, a little past afternoon time this weekend out west, but for us, it's three. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, out west, I mean, th that race will forever end in the daytime unless they make it start at, you know, 5 p.m. their time, which would be like 8, 7, 8 p.m. our time. You know, I don't think they'd do that on a Sunday night, though. That's but, that's, but that's what I'm saying. So that's why I'm saying that Homestead just needs to go back to the championship race. Just my Colin. opinion. I don't think Phoenix is a championship track. I, I agree with you on that one. Colin, what do you think? Do you think Phoenix is deserving? I mean, I, I want to see the championship race at a track where everybody has a chance. You know, I don't want to see it at a place where, like, you know, oh, only this driver is good at this track and these guys struggle, yada, yada, yada. Granted, they're professionals. They should be able to run competitively at every track, especially given the circumstances at a championship on the line. With that said, we've only seen one championship weekend at Phoenix. Based off of last year, I thought that the truck and Xfinity races were quite good. I mean, I, I enjoyed them. I thought they were pretty entertaining. I had a good time watching them. Uh, and I felt like, you know, they were – you didn't know who was going to win the, the cup until literally the last lap. I just so think it's was... pretty stupid, though, that last year's championship finale for the trucks next Friday came down to a green white checkered and like the guy who was like leading the whole thing like Sheldon Creed obviously did deserve that there at the end hey man I mean that it was 
it's the circumstances. It, it that's yeah, just no, no, no. That's why I'm not really out. mad. I was mad at the time, and I kept calling all Miss Mickey Mouse championships because of how much the schedule changed and because of the Greenwich records. But I was just mad in that moment. But it's circumstances. You're given circumstances. You got to prevail. You know? That's why NASCAR has has went from being you know just NASCAR. You start the season, you have your little chase, to literally being an actual like full on sport in this in this case because you have to go, you have to bring your your best. There's four drivers, and you are thrown a. It's like whole having bunch your best curveball. starters on the team. For exactly, you're or, you're thrown. Exactly, you are throwing so many curveballs throughout the race, and you need to just find a way to to get through them. I mean, Kyle Larson's car essentially could not start on on Sunday and he just doesn't he doesn't even have a chance and that's just the circumstances of what happens you know what I mean that's just yeah. like Tom Brady going to the Super Bowl and breaking his ankle running out onto the field well now you guys don't have Brady you know it's like it, it it's the circumstances that I never that, thought of the Super Bowl right that that would be crazy if that happened to like whoever was in the in the Super Bowl, and like one of the quarterbacks broke their ankle running out. Dude, the- I've gotten really hyped before and hurt myself. I mean, I, I've pulled muscles jumping around after Kyle Busch won races and stuff like that. Like it can happen. You're at the Super Bowl. You're you're running around. You're hyped. You're throwing your arms up in the air. Next thing you know, you, you just tore your ACL. Kenny like, Kyle Larson diagnosed with food poisoning. <laughs> the morning before. Well, yeah, and, and guys, don't forget. Hey man, he's gonna have to still do twenty there. miles and pull over like I was doing. Cool. <laughs> COVID's still out there, too. I mean, none of these guys are out of the woods just yet. Denny Hamlin's out here partying with naked people. He can catch the COVID. Exactly. Any second now. That's one thing that they brought up on Door Bumper Clear, which I I agreed with so much. I know it's totally irrelevant to bring this up right now, but they were talking about how, like, drivers should literally be, who are in the playoffs right now, should be in confined spaces and should not be out right now. And and that's, like, literally – I, I agree with that. Like, if you want to win this championship, do not expose yourself to anyone who could possibly give you the virus because we just saw it today. I, I know you guys don't really follow football, but Aaron Rodgers is diagnosed with COVID and he will not start against the Chiefs this, this Sunday. Oh, and I had like, no wow. idea. Wow. That's huge. That's, that's, that's huge. huge. That is like, what, seven that, and one. Yeah, and that, that's a team that's, like, literally, like, Super Bowl, Bowl not even hopeful, like, just, like, Super Bowl gonna go you know what I mean like it, it's almost obvious at this point and it's like man you, you don't have Rodgers and the Chiefs aren't all that good but Rodgers is the guy who carries your team man yeah, it's, like, it's like if Tom the, Brady wasn't with the Buccaneers no matter what the defense or offensive line looks like like you gotta understand like that's Tom fucking Brady yeah you know? but you know the thing with Brady versus Roger I know this is literally an ask podcast but Brady always has a solid team around him uh, the greatest O-line the greatest defense, the greatest receivers out there, you know. I, I don't Rogers, know. Rogers kind of just carries. Rogers kind of just carries the the you know the team. I, yeah, so, but see, I think that's how I, for, as a casual football fan, that's kind of how I see uh, about Tom Brady. I think that no matter what, I think if you got Tom Brady, you're good. I think that if, I mean, uh, if you're the New York Jets, like my team is, I don't know. I think that you can give them Tom Brady. I think they'll do a little better. You guys get the next there. Tom Brady, Mike White. They they might as well make that guy the starter. He he went off. Yeah, that's what I said. My friends like, but Zach Wilson's still a good quarterback. But anyway, that's another topic for another day. I, I I agree with you guys. You know, I I think that Phoenix isn't really deserving of what it is. But you know, I mean, you gotta understand. I think that it is what it is because of how much you guys gotta understand. They just put in so much money to this. Not even Phoenix. This ISM Raceway. 
Yeah, you know? I just wanted to, to add. They put in so much money to this place, and they renovated it. And the place looks great. I hear the place is, is amazing. You know, I didn't get to complete what I was saying. Oh well, yeah, uh, then continue. But I just yeah, just, just real quick, I, I just want to say, based off of the trucks and Xfinity races last season, that that did end up being exciting and came down to the wire. Like I say, yes, like that was good. But the cup race, I say no. So uh, basically, basically, all I wanted to say is ask us after this race and I will give you my full answer like after this weekend I will give you my full answer if I think we should continue to stay at Phoenix or if we should move somewhere else not like it matters because we're already going to Phoenix again next year yeah I agree with you guys completely but um all right I guess second question uh Larson versus the field uh field or Larson who you guys got I, and I'm talking he, about the championship not like the actual field like the championship guys so is this our championship pick uh no, I'm just just a yes or no question. Does Kyle Larson outdo? You know what? You know what? I guess I'm gonna go with our championship picks then. This will be a, a tied in question. I don't know what I was thinking oh when I wrote down on the on the on the script sheet. Um, do you guys? I got my championship pick. All right, well everybody go everybody go with their championship pick right now. Colin, who do you got this weekend? Final answer. Final fucking nail in the coffin, like Marty Reed says. Who do you got this weekend? Well, to answer your, your first question, it's 25-25-25. We have brought you're, – you're right. As much as I want Kyle to be in there, probably the, the four best drivers this season. We got Kyle Larson, dominated. We got Denny Hamlin, wants that championship. Defending champion, Chase Elliott. And defending Phoenix winner, Martin Truex. It's 25-25-25-25. Like, you, you – just because – Larson's been so good this season. I don't think it's going to change the fact that these other three guys are going to show up. With that said, I'm going to go with my gut, and my gut says Denny Hamlin. Well, there you go. There you have it from Colin Ward, fellas. Colin Ward I know I shit on Denny him a little Hamlin before, and I said he's probably going to choke. NASCAR Cup Series Championship finally. But, yeah, that's, that's been guys. my gut. And he'll Kenny, not party with a lot of naked Who men. do you have this weekend winning the 2021 NCS championship? Well, last last week on the podcast, I said, you know, I didn't really know who would win the championship uh, because I wanted to see how Larson would do at Martinsville. And he proved that he just still not as dominant with the 750 package. So first off, Larson has crossed off my list. I don't think he gets the job done this weekend. I don't think these tracks in particular are his wheelhouse and he won't, he won't be, be the champion. Uh, I think Chase Elliott um, is, is obviously the defending champion. He won this race last year in the title. Um, but I also think Chase uh, is just, you know, he isn't as good or was not on the momentum ride that he was last year. Like he is yes. this year. This year. So I don't think Chase will get it done. And Martin has just been mediocre all, all season. So, yeah, I'm going with Denny, uh, Denny Hamlin as well. I think Hamlin is in the perfect place. Uh, he wants to prove everyone wrong. He just wants to shut everybody up. And he showed up to Martinsville. He showed up, and he almost won the race. And I think if Bowman didn't get into him there, he was probably going to win the race. I think he would have held him off and won. So Denny Hamlin is my pick. I'm with Colin. I think Denny's going to win the championship. And I honestly hope he does. I want to see Denny win the championship. So I think yeah, it's going to be very, very drama-filled this weekend because I don't know. Something's telling me this race is going to be a fuck fest this weekend. 
but I, I, I don't know. Like, like Colin said, I think it is a 25-25-25. Four quarter chances for everybody. Everybody gets a quarter for a dollar. You, you want a dollar to go buy a soda? Here's 25 cents each year. Who's going to get there first, you know? Oh, I'm it, drinking a Coca-Cola, and I can I'm, feel it. Listen, That's all I can say. Yeah, can you feel it, bro? Honestly. I but anyways, um, with you guys, like, see, it's so hard. But like, I mean, I already know who I'm going to pick because it's just in my gut. I don't want him to win, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my scenarios. I'm gonna like Martin Trichiner, defending race Phoenix winner. He's won here before. He's a champion. Um, he's been kind of all right this weekend. I div- I do think he is definitely the underdog to win this weekend, even though he is he has the uh he he has the second most wins out of these guys coming in here. Um, but I mean he's all right. I kept saying I know I said that he was gonna win win the championship or uh, win Martinsville and win the championship. But I mean, he didn't win Martinsville. He was there. He just, I just don't think he's going to do it. Uh, Denny Hamlin. Uh, I think he's getting, let everybody get to him. I don't think he's a pick for me. And it comes down to the two Hendrick guys, two of the best all season with these kind of tracks. Um, Kyle Larson's just not been a strong suit. I know you guys already know who I'm going to pick. Um, it's just not been a strong suit this, this year at these tracks, but you know, who knows? Maybe he'll shock everybody and just, you know, just be like, all right, well, you know, I mean, it's not like you didn't deserve it. But, uh, you know, uh, Chase Elliott, man, defending series champion, I mean, showed up to Martinsville, absolutely dominated. Um, he's so good at Phoenix. I mean, I don't see how he can't win. So Ch- Chase Elliott, back-to-back, 2020 and 2021 NASCAR Cup Series Championship uh, winner right here from Jason Rockfell. So we got two Denny Hamlins, one Chase Elliott. I don't want Chase Elliott to win. I want Kyle Larson too, but that's who I think is going to win. But um, I guess as we uh, get on to our uh, championship picks, uh, I guess our Phoenix picks are pretty much the same. We're all going. We're all going with that's who's going to win the race too. I'm guessing. Uh, yeah. I mean, they, we I, all I said it. They just all four championship guys show up. It just, I, it's just obvious. I do want to add that we do have the added element of practice and qualifying this season or or, or this week. I mean, for like one of what the fifth time this season or something like that. And I got to say every time that we we've had a race for practice and qualifying, it's been a very interesting outcome. Like Tyler Reddick winning a poll. I believe Eric Amarola won a poll and it was just like, you know, you didn't really expect those people to necessarily uh, show up in that way. So I think we will have some people up front. One guy I do want to shout out who does like to practice in qualifying and likes his track, Kyle Bush, may yeah, just get it done this weekend they in the final back. Gen 6 race. So. That hurts. That hurts because if he made the final four and then bring him back practice. That's why uh, I wanted him to make it so bad. Because, I mean, if, fuck, he, if man, he made I it, I feel like he – I didn't uh, think of that. I did yeah, not I know, think of dude. that, bro. He would have won it, bro. That's what I was he thinking about the it. whole time, Kenny. He would have won the championship, the whole time. Man. Like, practice next week, qualifying next week. I'm like, make the fucking Final Four. But, hey, man, it is what it is. Not a season. We got we got a lot of practice and qualifying next season, so. Yeah, but, I don't know. Different car. Yelling. Yeah. That, that, that's a whole other topic that we can get on, too, is the different car. I mean, and, and how dirty here. Remember, <laughs> remember Tony Stewart couldn't get his, his mind wrapped around the Gen Six car. I mean, who's who's going to be that guy who who hops in that Gen in that you know next Gen car and just like cannot Kyle figure Bush. it out? Kyle William Bush. Byron. 
Kyle Busch. Absolutely Kyle Busch. He's not going to I'm, I'm feeling like it's going to be far. probably Brad Keselowski. New team, new car. I, I feel like he's going to be lost. I don't know. But hey, Kyle's going to have practice in qualifying. That's all he needs. Kyle Busch can, can drive a tin can. As as long as he as long as he knows the tin can's tuned up enough. Back. All right, guys. Is there you like it? What? Who's there you on again? Fantasy time for the last time of the season. Um, I'm just gonna go out and start uh start my guys, I guess. Um what? so I have Chase Elliott. Uh as my number one starter, I think he's going to win the championships. That's why he's in there. Kyle Larson, obviously a championship contender. Denny Hamlin, and Martin Schroeder, championship contenders. Uh, my last two picks, obviously the garage and my last starter. Uh, Kyle Busch is my last starter. He's been very solid in Phoenix. I think that uh, the seven fifty package is kind of his wheelhouse, uh, especially since he's kind of solid at Phoenix. He's won here before. Um, I think he can get it done uh, if he's up there. Uh, and my garage pick is Brad Keselowski. Penske seems to show up at this racetrack. That's why it's a damn shame that Brad nor uh, Blaney made the final four because I tell or you Joey. what, Brad, Brad, yeah, or Joey, Joey, not so much, even though he did, he has won this race before, but I will say that Brad is last for me, I think is the strongest Penske car at Phoenix. No, he doesn't have a win there, but I do think he is the most consistent when it comes to running at that racetrack. But all three Pensy cars are. It's like another Martinsville. They just have the 750 down. I mean, obviously this past weekend they didn't. But Brad Kostowski, definitely keep him in your garage. Uh, I think he's going to be a threat uh, in the race. He's definitely going to get a top 10 or a top 5 for sure. All righty. I guess I'll do mine. Go ahead. So, my starters, obviously my first guy, I think I'm going to win the race, is Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin is my first starter. Um, I think he's going to win the race in the championship. So shout out Denny. Uh, my second starter is Chase Elliott because if Denny doesn't do it, I think Chase is going to do it. Uh, so Chase Elliott is my second starter. Third starter is Kyle Larson. Fourth Truex, just because they're, they're in the final four. They're going to show up with their best stuff. So I got them as my first four starters. Uh, my fifth starter, though, my last guy is Brad Kozlowski. I think Brad, you know, it's his last race with Penske. You know, Jason said that Penske shows up. So I, I just think that Brad, you know, is it might might go out with a statement and go out there and win. Um, Brad's my fifth starter. And my garage pick is Alex Bowman, man. I think he might just go there with his hack shirt on and, and hack his way to the front again because, you know, he's a <laughs> hacker. He might – he might – put grip packs on with 30 to go and, and uh, net code Denny Hamlin or whatever, wreck them and go and win the race. So net code is an I racing term, by the way, if you know, you know, there we go. That's no, yeah. All right. So Colin, who's your final fantasy picks for uh, this weekend, buddy? All right, boys. I just want to keep one thing in mind. If you're playing the points game, the final four drivers in the last race of the season, do not get stage points. Uh, so, like, let's say all four of them are in your lineup and they finish first, second, third, and fourth in the stages, you don't get points for that. So just keep that in mind if playing a points game. If you're, if you're in a close battle with a guy for a position, you know, to end the season out, 
just keep that in mind because you're not getting those stage points and that's going to negatively affect you. With that said, I have three of the four championship uh, drivers <laughs> in my, in my lineup because I saved them. I saved them for the end because we know that they, that they show up. So those consist of Chase Elliott's, Denny Hamlin and Kyle Larson. I have all three of those drivers in my lineup. The only reason why I don't have Truex is because I ran out of Truex picks and I thought there was a 0% chance that that man was making the final four and I just used up my picks. So unfortunately I was proven wrong. Uh, fourth pick, we're going with the boy, Kyle Busch. He's got his practice. He's got his qualifying. Yeah. He'll be up there, man. He'll be up there. Will he win? Probably not because the, the four are going to be showing up, but he will be up there. Kyle Busch sucks. I'm kidding. Kyle Busch is an ass. You pass like a pussy. <laughs> you pass like a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then my last driver that I got in there, Alex Bowman, the showman, baby. He's got that momentum. He just won at Martinsville. TBT to like 2016 when he was driving the 88 car and he qualified on the pole and like about won that race. Then, like, I think Lugano ended up getting them at the end. But, I mean, he, he had a great run at Phoenix. He knows how to get around here. He's got momentum. He's in He's in that Hendrick car. He's got a good car. He'll be He'll be up there, too. Um, and then the garage pick, I'm going to go with Willie B. William Byron just been so good this season. Hasn't, hasn't won much, but he's been so good. He's been there. He's, he's shown up, too. So, I think he'll be good if one of these uh, championship drivers takes each other out or something like that. Before the end of uh, stage two, throw a Willie B in there, give me some points. So I'll run that down one more time. We got Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, Kyle Bush, Alex Bowman, and Willie B in the garage. Well, guys, there you have it for the uh, final fantasy picks of the season. Uh, gonna have to figure out what we're gonna do next week for the uh, send away podcast episode for the season finale. Other than our special, which will be around Christmas or New Year's time. Um, guys, it's been a very, very eventful 2021 season. Did you guys expect this kind of thing to happen, where we have the final four and we have all the chaos that ensued? Did you guys really expect that when they advertised it for the quote? Uh, I want to say it was a uh, uh, craziest NASCAR season ever. I, I think I quote was greatest season ever. And greatest season, yeah. They said it was going to be the greatest season ever. Obviously, I don't think it was the greatest season ever. But do you guys did you guys expect everything that happened this season to happen the way it did? Yeah, it definitely wasn't the greatest ever. But I mean, hell, I mean, we had so many different winners. Lots of chaotic races. I mean, I just wish that the racing, the on-track product was a little better most weeks. But, man, I, I was, I've been entertained nine times out of ten with, with the races this season. I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And do, did I expect it to, to end the way that it's ending now? Is that the question? Like, with who we have right now and, and, and the chaotic races we've seen and the rivalries we've seen this season? I mean, Yeah. I actually thought we'd see a little bit more of that, to be honest with you. I thought, you know, there's definitely a lot more uh, opportunities for, for some rivalries to brew up this season. Um, you know, I feel like the Kevin Harvick and the, the Chase Elliott rivalry was probably the best one this season. And that one really wasn't even much of anything until they got to the Roval. Um, but, hey, I mean, maybe maybe it's a, a Denny Hamlin versus the field rivalry coming up. Denny Hamlin versus... Uh, uh, Chief Briscoe, Denny Hamlin versus Alex Bowman, <laughs> Denny Hamlin versus, versus the world. 
For real, yeah, like Scott I mean, Pilgrim versus the world. It's it's been it's been a good season though. I mean, I, that no one can deny that. I mean, I think it's been, I mean, one of the better ones I've seen, for sure. Not not the greatest, but but it's up there. Yeah, it's a good season. Yep. <clears throat> well, it has really been a season that is. Uh, yeah, I mean. I don't really know. I'm kind of more or less just sad that this is just the last. I just can't get over the fact really now that I really emphasize it's just the last week of the Gen 6 bar, you know? Yeah. Just very upset about it, <clears throat> you know, but. What, like about that said, Gen, what about that Gen 8 car, though? Yeah, the Gen 8 car, bro. It's going to be flying. NASCAR, when is that coming out? That's why yeah, I really yeah. want to know. It's going to be the hover car. They're, they're going to be oh, driving yeah, the Teslas then. They're not even going to need cars. Are there any <laughs> drivers retiring from the Cup Series this season? Um. Ryan Newman is jobless as of right now. I'm assuming he's retiring. And Matt That's... DiBenedetto. And yeah, Matt... we got a lot of we got a lot of free agents out there who don't yeah. really have any any contracts. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I don't really know. I mean, the really the only two I can think of is Matt DiBenedetto and Ryan Newman. I think Ryan Newman's done. I think Matt DiBenedetto one of jobless. One of my right. favorite posts that I make every year is the retirement heaven meme. When uh, when the drivers who are retiring are going up to retirement heaven, it says, "Come and... join us, blah blah blah." Yeah, and I, I guess I I can only make that for the for the Gen Six car this season. Yeah, or it's maybe not Ryan Newman. That, it's not determined that Ryan Newman's retiring though. Nah, but it might it might be it might be answered. But I don't know, no man. Ryan Newman said that he after his Daytona wreck, he says that he wants to do this for as long as he can. So if he was smart, he'd go to like the truck series or something. You want me to my opinion? Just I think that if wind. he doesn't find a ride, I think that, that I think that Beard Motorsports is going to put him in that car. Who is? I think that Beard Motorsports, the '62 car, the ones that yeah. run a Talladega and Daytona, I think that they'll put him into those races. That would suck that we only see Ryan Newman once, once in a blue moon. I mean, it would. I mean, to think this guy was like championship caliber driver, you know, and now he's possibly gone. So, but who knows, guys? I think that's going to do it. I think that's it, man. Yeah, man. We're going to have to see how everything shakes up after this last season finale weekend at Phoenix, a.k.a. ISM Raceway. Um, guys, any final thoughts heading into the last race of the season? Anything we got to say? Anything at all? I'm sad NASCAR is over. Yeah, I am too, bro. Seriously, because this is when I get into my season of depression because it's like the only thing I love other than my family and friends. Yeah, I. it's – you know, for me, I'm just very blessed to be able to have sim racing. I think even when NASCAR leaves, I'm able to get on iRacing, which if you people don't know me, I am very, very heavily invested in iRacing. I'm on a, an eSports team with cup drivers, Brennan Poole and Quinn Howe. So I'm definitely invested in it. And it's nice to be able to, you know, still race and, and be in the loop of, of racing, you know, in the off season. So, I mean, but I definitely do, you know, it, it, it's, it's a weird feeling the first Sunday after the, the championship race and there's no NASCAR. So um, definitely, you know, I like this time of year. I like the winter, but yeah, I, I don't, I'm not a football guy that much. I watch basketball on occasion. So I'm not, I'm not really, you know, into all these other sports that run through the winter when NASCAR is on. So Definitely sucks, but I mean, I mean, if you think about it, 
it's it's three months and we're back at it so you know we'll get through it just like every other year but definitely sad to see see it go again yeah i'm really lucky for my love of football to be honest with you yeah i i just now now i get to watch football every sunday and i have to change the channels yeah jason you gotta get you gotta get more invested in the i racing thing man i know you don't like it but i do like it it's just time you're missing you're, you're missing out on phoenix this week you can run you can run every lane at in one and two dude on the new phoenix updated you can run the wall it's so fun i mean i i already ran it today i ran it for a brief second once i made eyes before you work tomorrow yeah i do i work at two but are you gonna stay up after the podcast probably not i'll probably go to Ah. anyway (laughs) but you know having a conversation on the pod (laughs) yeah i'm i'm just upset you know this is this is the last race of the season i can't believe it's already over you know but I'm going to try to look hopeful. New season is upon us already. It's on the horizon. New car, new teams, new driver, new faces. Um, we're going to have our season predictions, I think, next week. Um, also, I want to say we are doing this, obviously, on a uh, Wednesday night because Tuesday night we could not do it uh, due to uh, me just really feeling tired. Uh, after I was tired. I'm just very tired. and just worked out better. But anyways... <clears throat> Everybody, thank you so much for tuning into the uh, Playoff 9 review and Playoff Week 10 preview. Uh, episode number 8, uh, thank you guys so much for watching. I'm your host, Jason Rockfell, alongside my two co-hosts and friends, Kenny Brady and Colin Ward. And uh, we're going to see how everything shakes up after Phoenix, and we'll see you in the next episode.